I'm not qualified to talk about camp all by myself, uh, so we have Kerma Yotter here from LSCA, so give her a hand as she joins us here this morning to talk about all things LSCA. There you go. You're about on. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Have a seat. <clears throat> all right, so first off, just in case there's anybody who doesn't know about LSCA and the ministry you guys do, why don't you give us a little bit lay of the land for the camp? All right, so most of you know this is a summer camp. We've been there since 1939, so this is going to be 85 years of camp ministry in central Illinois, and that's pretty exciting, uh, and that is a huge deal and a huge part of what we do every summer, about seven weeks to eight weeks and 21 sessions of camp, all crammed into that seven or eight weeks, and then the rest of the year, we are a grounds for retreat groups, uh, like-minded, faith-based, Christ-centered organizations and churches to use our facilities to run their own retreat programs, and we serve them food, and we do other service-oriented things for those groups to help facilitate that experience for them. And then we, we also host five or six retreats during the course of the year for our church community and the governing churches and the community of LSCA. I was a part of a preaching retreat out there this or last year, and um, I would recommend having them provide the food because um, Michael Hinnon, who's associate minister at Berlin Christian Church, he was in charge of providing breakfast the morning, and he served us some of the blackest biscuits I've ever eaten in my life. Uh, so maybe maybe just offload the food responsibilities to Colleen and let her handle that for you. Um, now we're going to talk a lot about all kinds of different stuff about camp today, um, but let, before we do that, why don't you talk about the upcoming year and what all is going to be going on this coming summer? Absolutely. So this coming summer, our theme is greater, and we are going to be looking at scriptures that have that term in them, but we're also going to be focusing specifically on John 3.30, where it says, he must become greater and I must become less, which is sort of contradictory to the rest of our culture, where it's all about me all the time. We're going to be looking at what it means to make the Lord greater in our lives, and we'll be hosting 21 sessions of camp in seven weeks. So it's a lot of camp in a very short amount of time. We have camp for campers who are in preschool called Hello Camp. It's an introductory experience where they get to come with one of their adults for three hours, and they get a cute little t-shirt that says future camper on it. And then we have day camps that happen all summer long for second through fourth graders called Discovery Camp, and they register for one week at a time. And they can come to all seven weeks or they can come to one week. But Discovery Camp is a great option. If you have a camper that's maybe not ready to spend the night yet or you're not ready for them to spend the night yet, uh, either way is great and we'd love to have them. We have our traditional overnight camps. We have adventure camps for fifth and sixth graders and seventh and eighth graders where they spend the night in tents at LSCA. And then we have a wilderness camp for high schoolers where we'll actually go on a backpacking trip in the Ozark Mountains in Missouri. And it's an amazing experience. I got to go last year. It's like, I get to go on those things if something happens. Like the, for that one, the dean got a kidney stone right before the event. So obviously the wilderness is not the place for him to heal. And so I got to go. Um, and it was, I love it when I get to go. It was an amazing experience. It's always one of the best weeks of my life to go out into the woods with a bunch of high schoolers 
for, you know, five days. It's awesome, and I encourage you to consider that if you have a high school camper. Wilderness Camp is pretty amazing. Um, and we'll also be doing it what we're calling All Church Camp this year, which is for you to attend with your family or your friends. Um, you can come to camp. You can come to camp. It's an overnighter. It's a Friday evening to Saturday afternoon. You can come with your family. You can come with your friends. It doesn't matter. If you do bring children, you can't just send the children. You have to attend with them. So the children must be accompanied by an adult. But we're really ex excited about that event, um, sort of our twist on family camp. Now, what's interesting about all the different kinds of camp that you have is Kerma and I represent the breadth of, of types of camp and tolerance for types of camping. Kerma being the most extreme, like if she happened to be on a plane that went down um, up near the Arctic and she survived, she would be like, not just excited that she survived, she would be excited that she now has the opportunity to prove that she can survive in the wilderness with nothing but the tools on her back. I, however, I don't even want to really sleep in a tent. Like, uh, like I need a bed. Like, I'm kind of uh, dainty that way. Um, how many of you are more of the out, put me outside, outdoors, love the camping experience kind of people? How many of you prefer the glamping, I need a bed, like, I'll camp if there's a cabin that I can go? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm more that, so I'm, I'm okay. LSC is the place to it be. Is the, it's the place to be. Yeah, it's perfect. All of our, all of our accommodations are air-conditioned. So, like, mm -hmm. our campers are not roughing it. We have beautiful facilities um, that are safe, and we have amazing food. If you've never eaten Colleen, we call Colleen Chef Coco at LSCA. Um, if you didn't know that, you do now. Um, but she does an amazing job providing delicious food in all, like, it's literally one of the favorite things of all the campers is the food we had a, we had a camper helping us out yesterday uh it's his, he just started working he's 16 and he started working at camp doing dishes I'm like what's your favorite meal out here and he's like oh they're all so good he couldn't even choose i don't remember feeling that way about camp food when i was growing up in camp i mean it i don't know i i feel like just church related food in general has come leaps and bounds. When I was a kid going to VBS, it was like half-strength Kool-Aid, you know, and, and cookies that like look like somebody washed any icing or sugar off of so that it was healthier. I don't know, but camp food, yeah, it's so good And the bologna sandwich where the, the bread stuck to the roof of Yeah, the yeah, so you take a bite and then you kind of pry it off. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Those are good times, good memories. Um, Okay, so that's what's kind of the general lay of the land at camp, what's happening this summer. Um, but you also have some future-focused projects you're working on, um, some sizable uh, campaigns that you're kind of pushing oh, forward. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Tell us about those. We have the GROW project, is what we're calling it, and it's just to allow LSCA to continue growing. And um, the biggest portion of that is a new pool. How many of you have ever swam in the pool at LSCA? Oh, yeah. A good number of you. It's exciting. It's been there since the late 60s, and it's time for a new one. Um, this pool has gotten a lot of love and a lot of use. It's been the host of many, many baptisms, and it is time for a new one. Uh, and they are very expensive now. Commercial pools are outrageous, and we are starting to raise funds for that project. We are about 10% there, so we've got a long way to go. A new pool is $2.5 million, um, which just seems I outrageous. love all the air that just got sucked out of the room with that yeah. one. Yeah. And it's our, the design we've chosen is not fancy. It's scalable. It's not fancy. Um, the biggest thing about it is it's accessible. 
So if we have any campers with limited mobility, uh, it's a zero depth entry. So that will be a lot of fun for little kids to play in like really shallow areas, but also if, if we have campers with limited mobility, it'll be helpful for them. And what's, you know, you say the, the pool's been there for a, a long time, um, but you can definitely say also that it, we got our money's worth out of that pool. Because I think I saw in a paper it cost like $40,000 to install that back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. I think it's had well more than $40,000 worth of fun had in it. And so hopefully in you know the next 85 years when they're looking back to build the next <laughs> pool, um, they'll say we got our $2.5 million worth of fun out of it and baptisms. Um, but it is, it's, it's one of those, like you look at the pool and it, it looks so much, again, more accommodating to... Um, kids who, like you said, have mobility issues, and and there's been that desire over time to help to work with those kids, and you've had yeah. opportunities for that, and the pool just had to be off limits because of situations yeah, like sir. that. Yes, we've had like guests have had literally to lift people into the pool, um, and we just we want to be able to accommodate everybody better in a safer way. Like even the bathhouses, if you recall them, they're not accessible in any way, shape, or form. Like there's a step down and a step up, and there's they're, they're really tight and all of those sorts of things. So we want to provide better accommodations in every way. Um, just make that a more usable space for all of our guests. And, and even though the, the pool is the biggest chunk, that's not the only part of the growth program. No. Um, so another part of it, um, some more accessibility things. We need some sidewalks. If you've ever tried to push a wheelchair across that gravel, it's, it's tough. I've done it once, and I was like, oh, my. So sidewalks are part of that, so making the rest of the grounds more accessible. Um, also, just we have some roofs, like basic maintenance stuff, mm-hmm. some roofs that need to be replaced. The steel tent needs a new roof. Um, the first aid building needs a new roof. Half of the the kitchen needs a new roof and I say half because half of it was done and the other half wasn't um and so and then we just need to start the whole cycle of roofs again so that's part of it playground equipment we need some updated safer playground equipment um so there's lots of things that are kind of it it wrapped up in this grow project just things that make the the grounds more usable and safer and more accommodating cool yeah it I mean you think about this the sidewalks that would be I mean, just again, for for frail people like myself who, you know, like an easier version of the outdoors, even that would be, you know, a nice smooth, straightish sidewalk. Because when you got those uh, um, ADA requirements, they can't be too steep, so you know, you don't have to worry about my poor legs getting tired walking up a too steep of a hill. It'd be nice um, for everyone. Um, now, the Grow program is an ongoing thing, and that's happening. We've talked about what's happening this summer. Now, there's also something really cool that just kind of, kind of dropped unknowingly into your lap, right? Yes. Yeah, so we have a really cool opportunity that just sort of has come up. There's been an organization in our area called Camp Carolot. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's been around for about 26 or 27 years. And they basically provide a week-long uh, camp experience for really underprivileged youth. Um, a few years ago, about five years ago, they camped care a lot. Um, the leadership was retiring and just unable to continue it anymore. They gave that organization over to the Compass After School Program. And Compass has been running it for a few years. And when they were running it, they were running it at LSCA. So they were renting our facilities and running the organization. Now, historically, this has not been a faith-based organization. Um, Compass contacted us and uh, 
asked us to consider taking over the organization. So they are actually, and our board agreed unanimously after a lot of discussion and information gathering, um, Compass is giving to us the organization of Camp Carolot along with all of its assets um, for us to run as we see fit with the only guidance being it's gotta be an overnight experience, it's gotta be for underprivileged youth, and it's gotta be free to them. So we are gonna start running this camp in 2025. We're gonna wait a little bit because we wanna do it justice. We've got lots of, um, we, they just sent us the contract and we need to like go through all of those sorts of things. But um, it's a really awesome experience, or awesome opportunity to serve some kids that would never get to camp otherwise. It will look a lot different from our, our regular, our traditional camps, um, but we're super excited about this opportunity to serve some different kids in our area. So basically these are kids that will be recommended by social service agencies and schools um, in the Springfield and Jacksonville areas. Uh, and we're really, really pumped about this opportunity. And one thing that's extra unique about it is that when you say underprivileged, these might be kids that show up with nothing for a week of camp. Zero they, It's things. just them and the clothes on their back. And yes. so... And that's part of the assets that they'll be handing over to us is they've got a storage unit full of, like, clothes in all sizes, toothbrushes, all the sorts of things that the kids might need at camp and might even need to learn to use while at camp. Yeah, that's, that's awesome that you have yeah. that opportunity to, again... Yeah to be, I mean, that's what the camp is all, that's what LSE is all about anyway, and to have this wonderful opportunity, like, hey, do you want to be have this extra chance to reach all these kids that you would never get to reach and provide, I mean, all the supporting churches, I mean, if you say, hey, we need this size clothes, you know they're going to yes. show up and we're going to donate more than um, yeah. what so, you would need at the time. And so we're, we're super excited about that. So if that's something that really interests you, know that we'll be looking for help in 2025. Yeah, you got a year to to think about that and get ready for it. So what a cool idea that that just, I mean, again, God just drops that in the lap. Mm. That's pretty cool. Um, and all of this kind of go, we kind of, it's a hints at the background of why camp is so important. And I've heard you talk about this. Uh, if anybody went to the Grow Gala, you talked about this um, a few months ago, but why don't you just kind of show us, help us see your vision, why, why you feel in the deepest parts of your heart why camp is so important. Okay. Um, there's, well, there's a lot of reasons. Actually, just the, the other day I read this article that talked about um, being outside being important. And this is written by uh, uh, secular scientists uh, who, who are just kind of saying what we know is true about creation. But like walking outside for kids, just being outside immediately lowers anxiety levels. There's a physiological response that we have when we get to experience the Lord's creation. Maybe you love gardening, I don't know. Maybe you love something like that. But touching dirt literally releases endorphins in our brain and helps us with like that happiness, that feel good, that sense of just good. Um, so being outside in creation, there's a physiological benefit, right? So I encourage all of you, take a walk outside even in the winter. It's good for us. But beyond that, um, if you... Because there's no bad weather. <laughs> there's just poor clothing choices. Sorry. That is true. That is true. There is no... Although I, I admit fully that if it's rainy and cold, that's just miserable. Yeah. Like, I, I agree completely with that. Otherwise, I think clothing can solve most of those issues. Anyway, um, 
What we see at camp is so contrary to what the media tells us and what culture tells us about young people. Um, and I just want to encourage you with that. If you are getting all of your information about the, this generation of young people from the media, you are being discouraged about what is going to happen in the future. Uh, and I have to tell you that what we see at camp is different. We see kids responding to the love of Christ in remarkable ways and, and acting out in such a way as to show that they also um, want other people to experience the love of Christ. We see them taking care of each other. We see them loving each other well. And we see them responding to the love of Christ. And I think it's so important for us to not give up on young people, on these kids, because they are incredible and they will lead our church well. Their challenges look way different than our challenges, but their victories are also going to look way different than our victories. And I'll just, I'll share a couple quick examples. One, I, like I mentioned, I got to go on that wilderness trip with the kids and there were two things that happened on that trip. And, you know, they might not be big deal things to some people, but they are to others, right? There was one young girl on this trip. She turned 14 while we were on the trip. And she was still a little girl in every way. And she's on this wilderness trip with these 18-year-old boys who are also on the trip. And I kid you not, the last two miles of that backpacking was uphill. <laughs> and not like gradual uphill it was uphill it wasn't really two miles it was probably like a three quarters of a mile I don't know but her bag was every bit as heavy as those 18 year old boys who are like you know they're muscular their muscles are developed her muscles are not developed again she's like a little girl in every way and um another young lady who was on the trip so so the first the young the really young one she was struggling. I mean, I was right there with her. I was riding the struggle bus too. And, but one of the older high school girls who was up in front hiking that hill like crazy walked back down to this young girl, took her by the hand, and was like, you can do it, and held her hand as they finished that trip. That, how many of us don't need a hand every now and then from one of our brothers and sisters in Christ to help us out when we're struggling? It was just a really beautiful picture to me of what the body of Christ should be to each other. Another thing that happened on that trip is we saw a couple snakes, which wasn't a big deal, but we weren't sleeping in tents. We were just sleeping with a tarp over us that we tied up between trees. Uh, Believe me, as, as we plan for this coming year, there will be tents. But <laughs> this, was, this was challenging to me. I'm not going to, I mean, I've done that before. It's not my favorite thing. But a, a couple snakes were found, and one of them was heading into one of those shelters. And uh, they were venomous snakes. I'm trying to remember what kind they were, but they, they weren't the kind you want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see any of them. But uh, it was scary. And one of the campers specifically was terrified and uh, he nearly melted down and didn't want to he was embarrassed he's a high schooler and it just rattled him to his core and one of the other boys noticed this and no one made fun of him that's the thing like they weren't making fun of each other and what culture and media would say to us is they would make fun of each other right it doesn't always happen like that this kid's like you know what I have an extra hammock 
would you like me to set up my hammock for you so you don't have to sleep on the ground tonight? And that kid was like, yes, please, and he did. Now, I know snakes can go up trees and all those things, but this made this kid feel so much better and more safe that he was able to get a decent night's sleep. And it was just a simple way for one of the young men to serve the other camper, and it was really great. The other thing we saw this past summer was during Explorers Camp, which is for fourth and fifth graders. Um, our whole theme last summer was about identity and who am I and who does the Lord say I am. And these kids were asked to write down on a name tag something they had been called that they identified with. Maybe it was mean or ugly or fat or whatever. And they put that name tag on. And the adults' leaders went around and prayed for each kid and wrote down a new name. Courageous son of or daughter of God, or something like that, and put it over top of that other identity that they were carrying. And fourth and fifth graders were weeping, having acknowledged that the Lord called them something greater. One kid said an adult had never prayed for him before. These kids are remarkable. And so if you are discouraged in what the media is telling you about these kids, don't be. They are remarkable, and they are willing to hear what the Lord wants to do through them. Well, and if we believe that kind of lie that, oh, they're useless, which, by the way, what generation hasn't thought the ones coming after them at some point was useless? Like, we've all thought that or heard that kind of a thing. But when you believe that, you expect so little. Yeah. And I've seen time and time again at camp and other places, when you expect more, they will just rise to the occasion. Absolutely rise to the challenge. And oftentimes handle things better and be more impressive and more godly than those of us who really should be leading the way. And they are so impressive. So yeah, you're, yeah. That's, Absolutely. What a powerful example to be able to see that all the time. You're just kind of right amazing. there. It's amazing. It's amazing. And you get a good chance because it's, it's out of their normal environment. They have an opportunity to get out of the mold they've been put in and rise. Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Well, we love sharing with camp. We love when you can come out here and partner with, uh, or we can partner with you and see what's going on at camp. Um, what are some good ways that we can partner with you? Oh, there's so many ways. ways. I'm sure. So many ways. So we have, every spring, as you know, we'll have three service days. We have one in March, one in April, and one in May, where we just, on a Saturday, we'll get together and we get the grounds ready for the summer. Um, winter's pretty hard on the property, as you can imagine, and it's a lot of property, and there's very few of us. In fact, my entire team is here. <laughs> we have Aaron, the assistant director at LSCA, and Coco, or Colleen Orm, our food and custodial services director. Um, we're it. We have some part-time staff beyond that, but we are the team. Um, and we need help. It's a lot of property to maintain. So. You mean you can't cut up the dozens of trees that fell down over winter all by yourself? Sadly, no. Um, there, I know there will be a team of men coming out to get the pool prepped because Loami does that every year, and we're so excited and grateful that you guys do that every year. And when the new pool happens... You probably won't have to do that anymore. Yeah, so. But it might be a few years. Help, helping clean out that pool and falling down in the muck of it because it gets real slimy and it, you know, you're walking down to the deep end. It's like a rite of passage. You have to, like, if you're going to help clean up, you got to, like, wipe out at least once and be like, oh, man, I'm ruined for the day. That's, it's yucky. That's part of it. It's it is yucky. not. And you guys find some cool, like, turtles and lizards and. Salamanders. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So that's one way. Um, one of the other things you can do is pray. 
for LSC, that is actually the single most important thing that you can do for the camp. In fact, on March 4th, uh, is, it's our annual day of prayer. We march forth in prayer. It's the only date that sounds like a command, March 4th. Uh, so we will pray that day. Every, every year we do it. We've been doing that since 2013, and I think it's been a huge game changer for us. Um, if you go to our website, uh, lscacamp.org, there's one link that says partner, and you can click on that, and it will have a pray link on it. Uh, if you click there, you can sign up for a 15-minute segment of prayer. Uh, we try to cover the camp with 24 hours of prayer cumulatively, so we're excited about that possibility. Um, there's other ways to serve. In fact, I just gave you the date in which we'll need kitchen help from Miami Christian Church. We'll need sugar uh, for our pantry project. Um, that is Loami Christian, Christian Church's assignment will be sugar. Um, we go through lots and lots and lots of sugar. One bag, like it's four pounds now, is that right? Is what goes in one of those five-gallon jugs every time we make Kool-Aid. Isn't that a crazy amount of sugar? Yeah, it's nuts. Sometimes but again, I grew back. up with the half of it, and it wasn't nearly as good. Yeah. Sometimes we pull back a little. <laughs> we don't always put the whole bag in there, but it calls for, the recipes call for the whole bag of sugar. So there's lots of things you can do to serve. Um, if you're interested specifically in Camp Carolot, uh, as we get closer to 2020, 2025, we'll be looking for help with that. Um, but there's always projects going on. If you have a Sunday school class or a small group or a Bible study or a youth group or whatever, and you're just like, hey, we want to come out and do something, let me tell you, there are so many gumballs. <laughs> if that if that's something that you would be like, oh, we could go pick up gumballs for a while or walnuts or plant some grass seed in some spaces. Or if you are good specifically at hunting moles, I got a place for you. Okay. And on some of these helpful tasks, we have a huge benefit. Like if you want to help out for kitchen help, you already know Colleen. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you could know her by the end of this time today. We can introduce you so that you know the friendly face you're gonna be helping with. Um, so we have some big advantages there. And again, it's one of those places where I think we probably don't serve enough in our lives. We tend to think about ourselves too much. We pull out of that a little bit and think, I can give some of my time, some of my energy. I don't know what to do. Kerma can tell you what to do. She has a nice, huge, growing, always rotating list of things that need painted. And yes. And I know some of you have a passionate hatred for gumballs. You've had those gumball trees in your yard. Maybe you've celebrated. Some of you have celebrated the, when they were cut down and you cheered over them. Um, that was probably a really bad example of something. Yeah. Nobody loves doing it. Come. But if you have a a visceral hatred for gumballs, know that other people do too, and you can come out to camp and share that. Um, it's a common enemy that you can, you know, fight together. Um, my brother's always had those in his yard and has cursed them, and then storms have come and blown them over, and these huge, beautiful trees, and I'm like, oh, man, aren't you sad? And he's like, not a bit. I'm like, so, okay, he just hates them so much. So, yeah, that's how it is. Um, well, there's, again, camp's one of our closest partnerships we have. You know, we have um, a few of our local ministries that we support, like the food pantry and the camp, just right in our own backyard. So what an awesome opportunity to uh, partner with them. Um, camp registration for the year is open. 
Yep. It is open. Um, so if you have a kid or a grandkid or you know somebody that would love to have a time at camp, a week at camp, a day at camp, whatever it might be, depending on their age, you can sign up. Um, kids, students from our church get half off. Uh, so you can talk to Abby about the getting our camp registration code for that. Um, but yeah, some of them fill up fast. So sooner is always easier. Um, do you have any estimate about how many campers you're hoping to see this summer? I'm hoping to see over 800 for sure. We have... So in the first three days of registration, we surpassed 100 campers, which last year took us 16 days to reach of open registration, so that's excited. If I, might, if I may add one thing, we have not a modified scholarship program that we're offering this year for high school students. Um, we've done like scholarship kitchen help in the past, or we've also called it service team. This year we've changed it a bit and we're calling it junior staff. And we're taking more campers every session of, so for six sessions of camp, where they can come out and they will help still in the dining room doing dishes, but they will also help with recreation. They'll help the program staff and they'll get to help out at discovery camp. Um, they'll kind of rotate through those three spaces and get a taste of what all of the staff positions are like. Um, and in exchange, they get up to 80% of their camper fees covered. Holy moly. That's awesome. And what's the thing, like even with your summer staff, after, after talking to them over the number of years, they love it. Every one of them that I've talked to has a blast out there. So I, I know the students are going to have a blast as well. And again, you ask them to rise to the occasion and they're going to do a great job. So, well, Karma, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you. And thank you, Loami Christian Church, for your continued uh, support and encouragement of LSCA. We're really grateful for you. Well, um, as we wrap up, let's pray for Karma, Aaron, Coco, the camp, and all of it that's going to be happening this summer and what's going on right now. <laughs> Uh, Father, we are so grateful for, to have such wonderful partners in ministry. It shows us that um, the worship of you, the, the serving of you, the life we live um, in your care, um, so much more happens outside of the wall, walls of a church building. Um, sometimes we get so focused on Sundays and what happens here and having an experience here um, that we forget that you are with us every step of every day and that we have an opportunity um, through giving small bits of our time and energy um, away, not just here, but at wonderful places like LSCA, to make a difference. And there's going to be hundreds of campers that we might never see, we might never meet, but our time and energy can make their experience a little better and can be a blessing to them. And I just thank you for that opportunity that we have to go and, and be a blessing to um, to Kerma and Aaron and, and Colleen out at camp and all the people that help. Um, it's such a wonderful experience. Um, everyone who serves, I know, they end up being more blessed than they think they're going to be. And I just thank you that we can uh, partner with them and support your gospel work uh, in our area. Uh, we thank you that you've uh, given this opportunity of Camp Carolot. I know it's going to be a wonderful opportunity to reach um, these students who just need so much care and help and love in their life and what a perfect place and what perfect people to offer that love to them and show them um, your goodness, your grace, and that you love these kids as well. Um, no better place than LSCA. So thank you for this chance to kind of uh, center our minds on one of our awesome ministries and to see how, gr how you're working in them and how you continue to work through that ministry and how we can be a part of it. Uh, thank you for that blessing. It's in Jesus' wonderful name that we pray. Amen.